Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right uh, here on... Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Your home for... Radio. Yeah. That's free. From Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Um, This is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. It is a show... For those of you that don't know what we do here, mm-hmm. there might be someone out there still in the world that doesn't. I'm hard pressed to believe there is, but we, you know, yeah. All the other podcasts seem to explain what their show is at the beginning, so I feel like we do too. The even the less popular ones, like WTF and yeah. all the crooked media ones, no one listens to those shows. No, and they seem to describe what they do all the time. So I feel like it's something we should do <coughs> all the time. Okay. It's like podcasting 101. Okay. Um, but uh, this is a show where uh, I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, get together once a week around a single topic. Yes. And come up with incredible ideas for you to get stinking yep. rich with. Mm-hmm. And we put those ideas out for you to take, for you to action. We ideate and you action. Eight. Nope. No eight. I'm learning new I'm learning new words. Okay. New business words. Ideate's a new one. Oh really? When you sit around and come up with ideas, uh-huh. they decided instead of saying, Hey, let's just come up with some ideas, let's ideate. I've been calling you an ideate for years. What? <laughs> <laughs> um and uh we ideate you action. Yeah. You make bajillions of bucks yeah big bucks from our brains like that alliteration and we don't want anything up front noel no we do not we want it at the ass end yeah want a little bit of the tail yeah and what do we ask for uh you take our ideas you go out there you actionate them you make so much money your life has changed you're king of the hill. Yeah. You're the you're the big man on campus. Yeah, it's the kind of money we're oh. talking about here. This isn't like, oh, I just bought a new house money. No. It's like the ultimate fuck you money. It's yeah. the, you know what? I think I'm going to be president of the United States money. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's I'm going to hire George Soros to clean my pool. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of money yeah. we're talking about yeah. that you're going to make. You're as I said, you're going to be king of the hill or queen of the hill. Mhm. Big man on campus, big woman on campus. Mhm. Big very, whoever you are on you're campus. You're very inclusive. Yeah, I I'm, appreciate your inclusivity. I, I'm trying to trying to be broaden our horizons. Man. Be a better person. That's right. Yep. Uh, we're all green on the inside. <laughs> I thought we were pink. Yeah, we're not, pink not if you're full of money. That's true. Oh, good point. So you get full of money through our ideas, and then you give us 10% of everything you make. You tithe us. Yep. Just like you would in church. 
Exactly. Because we are the church mm-hmm. of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Yep. But we don't deal you. Nope. Nope. We nope. ask for it afterwards. We don't ask for it up front. Nope. We're so sure that what we are preaching to you. Yes. That our God is going to do all the things we say. Mm-hmm. That we don't ask for that money up front. Nope. We nope. don't need you to show us a sign nope. of your fealty. Yep. We're saying, take it, do it. He's going to help you. We're going to help you. Yep. You're going to get rich. And then, as, as in thanks, you will give us that money. You will. Yeah. Happily. 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 And if not, get <clears throat> happy about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This has nothing to do with today's topic, but I just want to tell you I've started investing in Bitcoin. Oh, wow. Good yeah. for you, I guess, maybe. We'll see. Maybe you missed the boat. I don't think so. Apparently China's trying to shut it down. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I hear Amazon may be taking it as currency soon. Oh, okay. Which will change the game. That'd be big. Send that money skyrocketing. Uh-huh. I had several clients tell me, got to get into Bitcoin. Okay. Just buy little bits yeah. of the Bitcoin. One person, three and a half years they've been invested in Bitcoin, yep. has seen a 77% return. Okay. That's crazy. That's pretty good. That's a lot of money if you're investing big. But even then, just percentage-wise, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Noel, yep. I haven't seen you in a week. You have not. <coughs> we haven't been keeping in contact. We haven't been keeping in touch. You've been very busy at work. Yes. You don't respond to my sexy texts that I send you. <laughs> You don't you don't even bother responding anymore. No. There was a time when you would respond. Yeah. You would call me a bad person. You'd say boo. <laughs> that's a new that's one that you like doing. You I just love like booing saying me. boo to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um you uh there was a point where you would respond, like actually try to have a conversation around these sexy texts I would send you. Mm-hmm. Um but now you don't even do that. Too busy. Um making money counting money. Right. I sent you a photo of my foot. Yeah, you did. You sent me no response I back. I did send you a response back. I you sent send? you a picture of my foot. That's right. That's right. You did. Yours was in a sneaker, though. Yeah. Not nearly as enticing <laughs> as my naked foot. To each their own. Yeah. My feet are huge, too. I have really big feet. You do. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Um. And uh, uh, so I really have no idea what's up with you. No. Um. We just spent the past little bit of our pre-show routine just insulting each other basically that's what we do to warm up <laughs> yeah so i guess my question is noel uh uh-huh. how have you been how you doing i've been good i'm doing well uh last weekend i was walking around enjoying the weather mm-hmm. and uh i was a couple blocks away from my apartment mm-hmm. and there was some uh construction or something happening on the sidewalk so they had those plastic lanes to walk in right. blocked off yeah. on the Street. Filled with sand, those are. Okay. That's what weighs them down. All right. Um, and uh, coming the other way was this man and this woman who were, looked a little rough around the edges mm-hmm. and uh, were pretending that they weren't with each other, although they clearly were. Mm-hmm. And the guy had... They're looking rough around the edges, like homeless rough around the edges, or Not like homeless. They've been drinking all night and have been out, haven't gone home, kind of. Let's split the difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so day drinker, kind of living in a squat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so they're walking towards me, pretending they're not together. Mm-hmm. 
the guy's got the plastic bag with mm-hmm. uh, like a like a hundred ounce beer in there or uh-huh. something like that, right? And uh, it's a new beer denomination, yeah, hundred ounce. And I'm walking. I'm like, what are these two up to here? Uh huh. And as I get there, they they're shuffling around all weird. And I'm like, uh, they're they're pulling some crap. Uh huh. And uh, sure enough, the guy like bumps into me, drops his his two thousand ounce old uh-huh. English. Yeah, his his big gulp of old yeah. English. And as yeah. it hits the ground, I can hear two things from it. Uh huh. I can hear that it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> And that it's already broken. Uh huh. Oh, really? So it's okay. just broken glass shifting around uh-huh. amongst other broken glass. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, this dude's trying that stupid scam. Uh huh. Where they pretend that you knocked something out of their hand and then demand money mm-hmm. to uh, replace it. So I keep walking, and he's like, "Hey, what? What? Hey!" <laughs> and I just turn to him and I go. No. <laughs> and I just kept walking. I was so proud of myself. Uh-huh. I saw it coming. It happened exactly like I thought. And then I was just no guff. I was just like, no. You weren't even going to, you weren't even going to, that's like your version of boo to me. That's like a different version of boo. It was. If it was text, I would have said yeah, boo. Yeah, you'd maybe. have gone boo. I wish you had turned around and said boo. Your <laughs> acting was so bad. Yeah. I like, you know, the first thing, the first and obvious thing is like, there was nothing in that bottle because there's no liquid on the ground. I wasn't even going to get Yeah, into I know. It. You didn't want to engage. Yeah. I would have engaged. I would have gotten into an argument with him. Yeah. And gotten furious as he kept insisting. On another day, maybe I would yeah. have, but I just wasn't having it. Yeah. And then I would have smashed it like the Jews do with the glass wrapped in whatever's left that wasn't broken. I would stomp on it <laughs> till it shattered into millions of pieces. And that's why you have so many stitches in and your foot. Ground it into glass. <laughs> Because I'm angry. <laughs> I'm sand. fucking rage. Yeah. Rage packed in a flesh tube. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I am. Um, <coughs> So I'm trying to decipher this. Well, so I was walking. Mm-hmm. They were pulling some fast ones. Yeah. He pretends to knock into me. And then something falls. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> because something fell uh-huh. or falls yeah. in the present or it falled. Yeah. Uh, then our topic today, yeah, ties right in, is autumn. Yeah, fall, <laughs> aka well, fall. When we when we discussed it, yeah, when you texted me, you said, "How about autumn?" Yeah, and I said, "Sure, fall. That would be great." Uh-huh. And you responded with autumn. Well, because I wanted to make sure you weren't going to do any gravity schemes. Really? Yeah. That's what your thought process was. Yeah, that's was. exactly what my thought process was. And yet, so your story... <laughs> yeah, Josh is always trying to do gravity schemes. <laughs> I know, because every time we talk about the show, I say, can we do something where we do gravity? Because I have incredible... I have, like, endless... Ske- we could do 10 shows about gravity. That's how many gravity schemes I have. So, but then, your story yeah. is a gravity story. 
Yeah, well, it kind of is, yeah. Yeah, well, you, something well, fell. I'll, I'll tell you what. I was going <laughs> to okay. think of a different story, but uh-huh. I'm like, no, that was a great thing that happened to me this week. I got to tell Yeah, that. no, it is a great story, and I like the way that it tied in. Yeah. But I think your your uh, uh, use of- I only get to do gravity bits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we made that clear when we decided to do a show together. Uh, I, we have, I haven't looked over the rules that were laid out in uh-huh. so long yeah. that I, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe I'll look it over. Um, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> How are you going to get rich with autumn slash fall? Yeah, uh, but not gravity. No, not something <laughs> actually falling. Yeah. Um, if you want some time, we could do a gravity show. Haven't we done a gravity show? We've I done so know. many shows. We've, We've done, done over so many two shows. years of shows. Yeah, you can listen to us for a long. We did nothing time. to celebrate our second year, did we? Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't. Hey, meth heads out there, you know what? <laughs> you could do a whole bunch of meth. And you even wouldn't be able to make it through all our shows. What does that mean? It means it's too long. It's too many days worth you of would, constant. You would come down. A tweaker would come down yeah. before they ran out of hours of show. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Maybe we should take a break for a while and give people a chance to catch up. <laughs> give those Maybe that's a the chance problem. to catch up. Right, exactly. <laughs> um... So autumn, Noel. Autumn, getting rich from autumn. Yeah, some might think that it's you know. Let me. I'm going to tell you just a little get rich from mm-hmm. autumn business. So I, I earlier today, a friend of mine who has a four year old daughter. Yep. Uh, came by, stopped by to say hi to me, just have a little chat. I hadn't seen him in a while, and he was telling me how he, his wife, and his daughter went apple picking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, yeah, in upstate New York, and they don't have a car. And he was like, "This was supposed to be just like a fun family outing that wasn't going to cost us a fortune, mm-hmm. and it ended up costing them a fortune." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "We did all the math, and it was like there was the train ride up there, mm-hmm. then there was the car to the orchard, mm-hmm. then in the orchard there was." The you know because you can't bring your own food mm-hmm. right so there was the food they had to eat there the cider the apple cider donuts there was the bushels of apples that they picked mm-hmm. which you know you think it's cheaper than if you bought like a bushel at the store yeah right but it's still a fucking bushel of apples yeah that's a lot of apples <laughs> and, and lot of when apples. you walk out with a bushel of apples uh-huh. you're talking about like forty fifty bucks worth of apples yeah. At like cheap rates, at like a dollar a pound, you have way more apples than you will ever eat. Yeah. Unless you have like a cellar to store them in. But then there were all the extra stuff, right? <laughs> there was like the hayride. Uh-huh. There was the bouncy castle. Yeah. There was uh, the 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 pumpkin maze or whatever it was. It was endless. And he said by the by the time it was all said and done, yeah, four hundred dollars. Ooh. And my thought was though that. You know, basically, these orchards have three months to make all their money for the year. Mm -hmm. And that's why they got to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, all the $5 and $10 rides. Because otherwise, once it's done, it's done. I mean, those the orchards that do the pick yourself, they don't hire people to pick apples. When they run out of apples, like, it's people picking the apples that runs them out of apples. They don't sell those apples to anybody Mm -hmm. other than the pickers. Yeah. So then they just got to sit there and wait for the next apples to grow. Yeah. I love apples. 
I do. I like a good apple. Yeah, it's a good time for it. A lot of good varieties out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's talk about autumn and how you're going to make money off of it. That's right. So uh, as we talked about before the show, I'm going to switch the order of my schemes. Why, Why do you feel it's important to let our audience know that? Are well, your schemes I'm, I'm just, related? I'm just letting everyone know. My my first scheme <coughs> is usually uh, long and complicated. Uh, my second one is not as long. Uh huh. So that's why you're getting a, a little shorty up. There. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Okay. I don't think people would have would have commented and thought everyone about that. Everyone is graphing my, the length of my schemes. Oh, and like, stop talking about the length <laughs> of your schemes on air. That's disgusting. <laughs> Go on. Just okay. do your goddamn you guys, scheme. Fall. Yeah, everyone loves it. The beautiful foliage, red, yellow, orange, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everywhere. Uh, no. No. Uh, here, red, yellow, orange. Here being the Northeast? Being North America. North America, okay. Asia, Uh huh. red, yellow, orange. Europe? Uh-huh. Yellow. Only yellow. Yep. Uh, almost all trees in Europe just turn yellow. No red. No orange. <coughs> uh, so what happens is the uh, the the yellow and orange pigments in the leaves are actually always there underneath the green. Yes, I read that. And then uh, when the, when the weather gets cold, the tree stops producing uh, chlorophyll, mm-hmm. and the green fades, and you get to see the yellow and the orange that were underneath all along. Uh, the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it formed in fall uh, from a process to protect the leaves from the sun and ward off pests. Uh, and they scientists have realized that for a long time, but they didn't really realize how it exactly worked. And they they came to realize that the second of those factors is the... Uh, more important in this, right? The the warding off of the pests. Uh, North America and Asia, mm-hmm. if you're going to say, what's one thing we have in common that Europe doesn't? The Asian beetle. Nope. Uh, you're never going to guess this. Okay, what is it? Okay, so in North America and in Asia, we have mountain ranges that run from the north to the south. Uh-huh. In Europe... They have the Alps, which run from east to west. Or, or would it be safe to say west to east? You could say that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you couldn't say that our mountain ranges and China mountain ranges run from south to north. Yes, you could. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, so, uh, in Europe, the mountains go east-west, west-east, North America and Asia, north-south. Uh, so... Our North American and Asian mountain ranges allowed plants and animals to migrate north and south as weather changed mm-hmm. or as ice ages hit. Uh-huh. Uh, in Europe, since the, since the mountains, the Alps run east to west, uh, that same thing couldn't happen. So tree species died. Instead of migrating south as winter came or ice ages hit. And since those tree species died, 
It's so, funny. I have not seen many trees uh-huh. migrating north and south throughout the years like geese. They do. Do they fly well, no, or so, do they so walk? The, the migrating of the, the migrating of the trees uh-huh. is more a uh, ice agey thing. Okay. But it's also, gotcha. you know, a tree has a seed that gets eaten by a squirrel, <coughs> and that squirrel travels, or a bird, and that bird travels, mm-hmm. and then poops it out, and that tree gets replanted. And if that animal can't go north or south of the mountain peak, there's a, a limit to where that tree's going to end up. Did you know that monarch butterflies uh-huh. uh, will migrate 2,500 miles? Sure, yeah. Mexico? Or yeah. from Mexico back Canada. up north? Yeah. They go all the way up to Canada? Yeah, too? there's monarchs all over in Canada. I just don't understand how they live that long. Like, the, I didn't think butterflies live that long. They, they travel like 20... As fa- the fastest they can travel is like twenty five miles an hour. Okay, that's not that fast to go twenty five hundred miles. No, like think about how long that would take you to drive twenty five hundred miles if you were tooling along at twenty five miles an hour. A long time. Yeah, it Hate would it. take you a uh, hundred days. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So you guys, <laughs> back to <laughs> the the meat of the issue here, right? Uh-huh. So these trees. And species couldn't migrate, so the they died off instead. Uh, so by the end of the Ice Ages, most of the trees in Europe had no need to protect themselves from these insects because mm-hmm. the insects had gone extinct along with the trees. Okay. Uh, this all seems very suspect to me, but okay. No, it's not. It was in, like, Science Journal. Okay. It, was, it, it was solid info. Okay. Uh, and uh, so... What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to bring trees that turn red to Europe. We're going to bring bugs that feed off them to these same places. And we're going to start it. You are going to start a service where you charge towns, resorts, (laughs) Mm -hmm. sites for potential Olympics or Mm -hmm. or whatever. And you're going to charge them to turn that area into a true autumn paradise where they get all the leaf colors, and they will pay dearly in euros. And you will have fists full of euros. They'll have lawns full of leaves. What makes you think they would pay dearly for that? Everyone wants the red and the orange. Now, here's the other question. You said, so this is my other question, Uh because you had said, right, so the, the European trees only turn yellow. Yes. But you had said the orange and the yellow are always there underneath the green, and when yeah. the green comes away. So yeah. th- the red was a protective thing. The red was, yeah. Right. So why is there no orange? Because those trees died off, too. It's just the way that the way that uh, the Alps run stopped trees and animals from migrating so the this same is, way. So this is what I'm un- trying to understand from uh-huh. you, okay? You're saying, yeah. so this is the science behind this. They all this. died off, but the yellow is what I'm okay. saying. What the science behind this is that because uh, the Alps run a different yeah. direction, uh, do, do we the trees have a show not, together? The or? trees could not get up and walk away. Yes. And so the nice trees, the pretty trees all died, and the ugly trees were left. The yellow ones are nice too, but but you want the whole, you want it you all. You want the spectrum. Yeah, you want the spectrum. You want the jewelry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. Noel says it. 
on some very suspect science That's about solid having science. to do with walking trees. That's solid science. I don't know. Walking trees. It's like that to me is right out of. Uh, it's not uh, walking trees, Josh. That to me is right out of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, boy. And the walking trees. Does anyone out there want to do a show where we agree with each other? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you that trees can walk. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, Noel. Okay. Do you ever read the book Outliers? Uh, no, but I know what it is. I know enough about it. Okay. Have you ever heard about something called the relative age effect? Uh, I'm gonna. Do you want me to guess what it is? You can if you'd like. If uh, we're in a room full of 40 year olds and a 39 year old walks in, we go, "Ooh, look at that young kid." Close. Okay. Close. Similar but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so right. this was a big part of uh, uh, the early part of the Outliers book uh, written by, uh, what the hell's his name, Malcolm Gladwell. Yep. Um, so the relative age effect is a bias, and it's a bias where participants, particularly, it's primarily in youth sports and youth academia, but, oh, but very heavily know, in youth yeah. sports. And the example they actually used was Canadian youth hockey. But... It's a bias where participants in youth sports and academia can have greater advantages as a result of interactions between biological age mm -hmm. and age grouping procedures. Yeah. So what that means is when a youth sports league has an eligibility cutoff date. Yeah. So, for example, and this also happens to be the bulk of youth sports, the eligibility cutoff date is January 1st. So yeah. if you were born after January 1st. Uh, uh, no, sorry. If you were born before January first, you can't be in a certain age range, yeah. right? Yeah. Even if, it, but if you were born after January first, you would be in that calendar year's age range, right? What that allows, so so what that means is that a kid who is born on January second would be eligible to play against and with kids who could essentially be a full year younger than he is. Mm -hmm. Right. If a kid is born, <clears throat> if he's born January 2nd and someone is born November 31st yeah. or December 28th, they're still going to be grouped in the same age range. Mm -hmm. But that kid will be almost a full year younger. And when you're dealing with youth sports, that gives the older kid a tremendous advantage. Yeah. Right. We all know that the difference between a kid who's nine in ten playing a sport can be astronomical because and so what happens is <clears throat> and anytime you're in league any kind of sort of like organized youth league situation uh the best players in these leagues which usually means the bigger players yeah uh and more coordinated will make it onto all-star teams when they get on the all-star teams uh, they immediately get better coaching, they have better teammates, mm -hmm. uh, they have more practice, and they end up playing over the course of a year up to three times as many games as the non-All-Star kids. Okay. Now, one of the big things that Outliers in particular posits is this idea of uh, 10,000 hours to be an expert at something, Yeah. to get, quote-unquote, great at something. To become the Beatles. You need to... Practice that thing for 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. right? We're almost there. Oh, we're close. Yeah. We are real close. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so over time, 
like initially, you know, after a couple years, the advantage isn't that thing. But over time, when you look at the lifespan of a kid playing soccer or hockey for eight years, the difference between the guys or gals who have done it for that, who have been in the All-Stars and done all those things and had all those advantages versus the kids that were maybe born a little bit later weren't considered good enough even though it wasn't necessarily a, an ability issue, but an issue of age and size, mm-hmm. uh, that starts to build up, and the advantage becomes greater and greater and greater, and uh, they just become naturally better. Now, most youth sport leagues, like I said, Canadian youth hockey, peewee football, FIFA youth soccer, mm-hmm. all have eligibility cutoffs of January 1st. So basically, the kids, and, and, and they've shown structurally that the kids that are born January, February, March are usually the ones that are in the top echelons of the league. Yeah. And when you go and you look at the professionals playing, <clears throat> the bulk of them are also from those, those uh, uh, born in those months. But when you look at Little League, um, baseball, mm-hmm. which is the largest organized youth sports organization in the world, in the world, which I'm surprised at because I would have thought FIFA or some soccer organization would have that, but maybe because FIFA doesn't necessarily have organized, uh, a lot of organized youth stuff. Um, there are about 3 million kids that play worldwide. Mm-hmm. It is essentially the national sports of most Latin American uh, 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 Caribbean islands. Um, And the cutoff date, the eligibility date, Mm -hmm. is August 31st. So if you were someone, and and this bears out, they've done this in in youth sports, Mm -hmm. and they've seen in in MLB that the top players were all born September, October, November. Okay. Okay? So what's that say to you? It says to you that if you want to get rich off of your kids and your goal is for them to become sports stars, particularly Major League Baseball, Mm -hmm. you want your child to be born in autumn. You want autumn babies. Yep. Well, this is what's going to happen. There's going to be a couple way things you can do here. The first thing is you can just basically create your own baseball team. You just find fertile women, pump them full of your love juice, have multiple children, get your whole own baseball team together, uh-huh. and just make sure that your babies are popping out in September, October, November. <laughs> are you okay? You're, yeah, I've got like sneezing something going you on. You are over here. losing your mind right now. Um <clears throat> the other thought I had was Yeah. Th- with two with three million kids playing baseball worldwide. Okay. There are a lot of parents out there who want their kids who have invested time mm-hmm. and money and want their kids to become professionals. Like that's their goal. You're gonna market to them the Autumn baby-making machine. Okay. 
and you are going to artificially inseminate women mm-hmm. uh, and f- make sure that they are giving birth in September, October, November. Yeah. You are going to make a fortune off of this. Either way, either way, the average player salary in Major League Baseball right now is $4.75 million mm-hmm. a year. The highest paid player in baseball right now is $33 million. He's making $33 million a year okay. on like a seven-year contract. Yeah. It's a ridiculous amounts of money. How do you think his parents are doing? They're set up. They don't have to do anything. If you pump out nine babies, make an entire professional team out of it, and they're all making like 25 to $30 million a year, forget it. Mm-hmm. They're tithing you. You tithe us. Done deal. Mm-hmm. There you go. Autumn babies. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And uh, so we normally don't talk about much to do with the show, but I had a fear that we had some overlap. So mm-hmm. I asked Josh one question before, which is why I switched up my schemes. And after our little interlude here, mm-hmm. you'll see why. Okay. Uh, so, you guys, but it is time for that interlude. That interlude that we like to call Josh Knowles. Latest segment, Josh Knowles sellout. Latest. Where we've we've been doing this segment for over a year now. It's our latest segment, newest segment. It is our newest segment. I think that speaks volumes to how we might little, have a new one today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, every week, Josh and I explore ways that we're actively pursuing our lifelong goal of selling out to corporate America. You know the ways you can help. How you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, Mm. hit the sponsor button, and pledge an amount that will come out a monthly amount for, I'm not sure how it's going to work now that we don't have seasons, but it will stop after six months or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And every month, that amount will come half to Josh and I, keep us rich, half to Radio Free Brooklyn, keep them poor. (laughs) If you hate us, if you're like, Josh, you're a weirdo, uh... You really love to mess with my <laughs> self-esteem. You just tear me down yeah, every well, chance well, you get. Well, maybe they just they, maybe they get upset about how you try to tear my ideas down. Every chance you get. If that's you guys, tear down my self-esteem. You, you can you can go to the radiofreebrooklyn.org webpage, hit the pledge button. Pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount. None of that money goes to Josh and I. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break, and you get to write a message. You can say, cancel these guys. We hate them. We're already rich. Why are they talking to us still? (laughs) (laughs) Just by the way, if Uh, you get us canceled, that doesn't mean you're absolved of tithing us the 10%. No, that is forever. That's a deal that we've made. Yeah. Written in blood. We're written in blood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Don't think that you're going to make your gajillion... Try to like hustle, you know, Radio Free Brooklyn to kick us off and then be like, I'm on the free and clear. I don't got to give those guys 10%. No, you still got to give us your 10%. Yeah. Written in the blood of the first schmuck that tried to not pay us. Who was that? Uh, Oh, old Deddy Dead. Yeah, Deddy Dead. (laughs) Schmucky schmuck. Yeah. Uh huh. But we all know the real money, the big money, the life changing money is in corporate sponsorship. That's right. That's why we don't have any. No, we do. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. We have actually a paid corporate direct marketing sponsor this week. Uh, 
where uh, 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 Pfizer has paid us big money. Have they now? To market directly to one person. They know of our <laughs> super fan Declan out there. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys remember us talking about him, but we do have super fan Declan, <laughs> nine-year-old Declan, who's somehow allowed to listen to this show, <laughs> that Pfizer wanted to reach out directly to you with this message that they crafted. Boobies, boobies, wieners, butts. There you go, Declan. That's for you. <laughs> that, that was from Pfizer. Pfizer, huh? yeah. Wow. How did they pay extra because it was a live read? Oh, they paid. <laughs> was they it a pre-record? Dude, we're gonna go eat some steaks Ooh. after this. Yeah, Declan, that was for you, buddy. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Boobies, boobies, wieners, butts. Booby. Oh, wow. Are we getting paid twice, or are you just repeating it for that the sake one of was repeating for free? It? Yeah. Actually, no. Give us <laughs> that one was half price, Pfizer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and now we're just going to keep saying Pfizer. <laughs> just going to keep saying Pfizer. Yeah. That was a good one. It had nothing to do with what their actual product was. No. Well, it kind of does. I guess to a degree. Yeah. Because the whole body is their... Pro- is, and yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if that works. Well, you know their major product. What It's... Viagra. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the wieners. Yeah, I yeah. guess. And the boobies and the butts. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh... You know what really doesn't have anything to do with anything, though, is every week we have a topic. This week is autumn, not gravity. It's autumn. But in there somewhere, we drop another little topic. Maybe it's gravity. Uh, And we give you more ways for you to get more rich. Or maybe we just give you inspiration to go out there and actionate these ideas that we have created. Uh, that that we have ideated. You're sounding particularly Canadian today. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you're uh, sitting on a train going to an orchard, if you're uh, sitting in Europe wondering where all the red leaves went, listen to this. Come back later. Get even more rich. So take it away, Mr. Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The only way you can become a millionaire is by learning how to sell. You see, everything around you is sold. From the clothes that you're wearing to the house that you're living in, everything has been sold either directly or indirectly. You must learn how to sell or you'll end up being sold for the rest of your life. Selling involves a high level of motivation, and those who understand selling are able to make a good living and become the millionaire that they have always wanted to be. Declan, I just want to say, don't listen to his advice. (laughs) I just want to put it out there. I know you have hopes and dreams of being a billionaire, Yep. and God bless you, good on you, but don't listen to that dude. Laugh at him. Don't listen to him. Everything gets you sell or are sold. Yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever. (laughs) No sense. Like that does not compute. That's not the way life works. Uh, That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. What about love? You You don't sell love. You don't. And it's not sold to you. I mean, in some cases. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but there you go. Summer, Josh. Learn how to sell, guys. Docks. Learn how to sell. That's right. You know, I have. Uh, can I give you a couple autumnal facts? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, on in many English counties, okay, uh, still observe a feast on September 29th called Michael Moss. Uh huh. Uh, which is the Feast of St. Michael. Customs include the preparation of a meal of goose, which has been fed on the stubble of the fields following the harvest. This goose is called a stubble goose. And there's also a tradition of preparing special larger-than-usual loaves of bread and a special kind of oat cake called a St. Michael's bannock. Wow. Yep. There you go. All right. That's a little fact for you. That's Can never I- what I've referred to as a stubble goose. <clears throat> What have you? What have you referred to as a stubble goose? Does it? Is it part of booby booby wiener wiener bum? Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> the one about we left that. out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you one more. Okay. In October, the Yoruba people of Nigeria have a celebration to celebrate the yam harvest. Dances are held to honor the ancestors and to bid farewell to those who might have died in the past year. Yams were offered to dancers in hopes that a fertile crop would appear next year. Interestingly, Uh studies have shown that women who consume a lot of yams, Uh we're talking about real African yams, not sweet potatoes. Not knockoff yams. Not these knockoff things that we call yams, but are not actually yams. Yeah, Monsanto yams. Those women that consume a lot of real yams Uh are statistically more likely to conceive twins. Wow. So there is certainly a link between yams and fertility symbolism. Okay. All right. There you go. There's some facts for you. Yep. You guys, Autumn, how are we going to get rich with it? I'm going to tell you right now. Tell me. Right? Uh, So... I don't know if you know this, but every autumn, the male Siberian hamster, their testes swell to 17 times their normal size as they prepare for mating. I did know that. Yeah. Uh, Well, you're just way into that. Uh Uh, (laughs) I have a weird thing about hamster testicles. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. I've watched so many YouTube videos. Have you? Oh, no. (laughs) You never know. Uh, But, you know, it's not just Siberian hamsters. Uh, as you know, we talk about here every year in New York, you hear about romantic trips upstate to see the changing of the leaves. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, testosterone levels are highest among human men and women in autumn. Studies show that men think women are more attractive in autumn. Uh, You show a picture of a woman in the autumn. Versus any other time of the year, and they're more likely to say in autumn that the woman is more attractive. So it'll go from like a six to a nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just for the sake of science. Yeah, for the sake of science, six to a nine. Uh, so um, in the fall, men watch more romantic comedies. <laughs> That's a real <laughs> stat I read. Men watch more romantic comedies in. <laughs> The fall, which clearly means that uh, they're ready to get some. Or they're trying to. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> That's a Netflix thing. I yeah. bet that comes from Netflix. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, um, pumpkin is the most craved f- 
food in the fall, uh, according to other stats. Scientists have shown that penile blood flow increases 20% by eating pumpkin pie and donuts in the fall. That's really interesting. You do know that that uh, they've done studies uh-huh. to find out smells that are the most uh, uh, arousing. Arousing, yes. And donuts, yes. amongst men, was the number one smell. It it brought it brought. I think maybe they did it in the fall as well. I don't uh-huh. know, but it it was something like a twenty percent increase in 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 penile uh, blood. Yeah, and and so the, the, yeah, this is a bit of a combo of that plus the. Almost nesting, eating uh, right. instinct that happens in uh, in autumn. People want to plump up. They yes, they do. Uh, pumpkin pie and lavender mix increase blood by forty percent. Whoa! Yeah, forty percent. Whoa! Uh, so if you're having erectile dysfunction is- issues, eat some pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie and lavender. And lavender, and you're pretty much rocking a semi the Boom. entire time. Yeah. You can stuff it in there. Yeah. You know, just squish it all in there yeah. and move around a little bit. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all that sex is. Yeah. Uh, so, switch tracks a little bit. Uh-huh. Because Josh is getting all too worked up. Well, I don't want to... I Actually, I shouldn't have said anything since Pfizer was our big... Uh, yeah. Our big... Uh, 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 wow, I can't even remember the word. Sponsor. Sponsor yeah. today. <laughs> Telling people to get away from the Viagra and use uh, pumpkin pie spice. And yeah, maybe, uh, maybe Pfizer bought all the pumpkin patches. Maybe that's what Viagra is, really. <laughs> it's just a pumpkin pie, <laughs> painted blue. Uh, so, gray squirrels hide food in hundreds of locations every autumn. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, the hippocampus of the brain swells 15%. Black-capped chickadees also hide their food in hundreds of locations, and their hippocampus swells 30%. Mm-hmm. And you know what they both have in common? What? The word hippo. Yeah. And the rest of the whole word that's part Whatever, of our brain. Whatever, just hippo. <laughs> okay. Because uh, they're fat. Yeah. Uh, you guys, also, not just animals. Babies, as Josh alluded to, born in the fall, do better at school. Yeah. According Their to the UK Department bigger. of Education. They are more likely to live to be over 100 years old. I read that as well. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, they do better at sports. So, what we're going to do is we're going to make an upstate fertility clinic. You are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to have weekend getaways for couples. They come up in the autumn. They look at the, the changing of the leaves. Mm-hmm. They, you know, get amorous. That You feed them pumpkin pie and lavender donuts. Mm-hmm. But... You let nature take its course. So it's not really a fertility clinic. No, it is. Okay. You intervene. You save that seed. You freeze it. And they get a return trip three months later when the women then get fertilized with that seed. And uh, you have these healthy, healthy fall babies. You're taking advantage of all the libidious... Libidinous. Ben- benefits uh-huh. of the autumn. Uh-huh. And uh and and giving the world more of these super babies. Um <coughs> you're not a doctor, 
You're just a, an average Joe with a cabin upstate. Don't worry, not a problem. All you need to action this, <clears throat> you need some sort of B and B or somewhere people can stay. Yeah, a couple good baking recipes mm-hmm. and a freezer. That's about it. A turkey baster. Yeah, a turkey baster. That would help. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess, guess that's easier than just throwing it, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not just, you don't want to just sort of pour it in there. That's yeah. your, you know, you want to get it up in there and give it a good shootout. Sure. What I, I was even thinking that you just give them in three months, you give them their, the gift they gave you three months ago, and they can take it to a doctor. Oh, I see. You're just a harvester. Gotcha. An autumnal and wh- harvester. What ta- So <clears throat> why are they waiting three months? So that they have, because there's a nine-month gestation of humans. Right. And that equals oh, a so year. Oh, so they're born, the, the, the babies will be born the autumn in love autumn. I got you. Births autumn babies. Because normally you. an autumn love would birth a summer baby. A summer baby, right. No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great idea. Are you happy I agreed with you on this one? Okay. You know, I don't just willy-nilly agree with you. You know what I mean? I think if you're going to have an idea that uh-huh. people are going to make trillions of dollars, it's got trillions. Gotta, it's got to get a little bit of pushback. Okay, and you have to be able to defend it. Uh, it's a stress test. Yeah. Okay. And you know, more often than not, you're they they defend well, and yeah. some of them are just straight out brilliant. Yeah. I never deny a brilliant scheme of yours when it's brilliant. So you know, take a Xanax, calm your nerves. <laughs> I still love you. Yeah. In that way. The beauty of that idea, too, uh-huh. is you can combine it with my other idea and open European <laughs> fertility clinics. There you go. Yeah, because, you know, you part of it is is that you see the colors. Yeah. Even though that wasn't really listed as a libidinous thing. Well, but it's romantic. It is romantic. You know? Yeah. Fireplaces. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Coco. Coco with uh, organic um, coconut oil yeah. in it. Hot cider. Oh, hot cider. You, I don't think you went there when we were <laughs> in, uh, uh, what, what's the place that Sundance is? Uh, this town. Oh, in uh, Park City. Yeah. But there's a, a I distillery was probably gone there. by the time that, that, oh no, Deb and I left together. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, yeah, there's a distillery. I went to the distillery. You went to that High West distillery? <clears throat> yeah, the first day we got there. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And outside? When you're so so, there is this uh, distillery w- that's also like a fancy restaurant in uh, Park City, and it's crowded as all get out. Uh, big wait to go- to get in, but they've made that wait awesome because outside in the cold, they have a giant cauldron over a fire of hot cider. And they're serving up ciders and whiskey to everyone. Yeah, waiting. That was. I thought that was fantastic. It was. I will also say what what I remember most of that first day though was that we had to walk up that little hill and then up like ten steps to get to that whiskey place. Uh-huh. And I thought my lungs were going to explode. <laughs> like I remember being like, "Holy shit, this is a real deal. This yeah. is a real issue." Yeah. And it was for the entire trip that we were Didn't there. Didn't bug me at all. Oh, my ears, my, oh, my oh, breathing. I, I was, was fit as a fiddle. And you were smoking back then, too, weren't yep. you? That's amazing. Uh, okay, so, Josh. Yeah. Let's hear some ideas. All right, so let's talk about the autumnal equinox. Okay. Do you know what that is, Noel? Yeah. You know what happens on the equinox? You can bounce an egg on its end, apparently. That is not. That is the vernal equinox, okay. not the autumnal equinox. One of them. The vernal equinox is the spring equinox. Oh, well, then spring and fall the same one. 
No. You, if you can do it on one side, you can do it on the other. No. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but you know, when it's autumnal equinox in this hemisphere, it yeah. is it is vernal equinox on the southern hemisphere. Okay. Just something to keep in mind. Okay. It's not autumn everywhere all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. On the nose. Anyway. So what happens on the autumnal equinox, or any equinox, really, either uh-huh. of the equinoxes? But the main thing is... The sun's at the equator. There is the exact same amount of uh-huh. daylight uh-huh. and night. Yeah. 12 hours, exactly. Yeah, because it's at the equator. Right, so okay. So the same. So if the egg bounces on no, one, it'll it bounce on the other. No, it doesn't happen. Okay. It doesn't happen. Okay. The egg bouncing only happens during the, the vernal equinox. All right. Someone out there, crack I, team, I crack look, research team. I, I, it's, I've saw many things that specifically said okay. that. Okay, all right. I'm just going to tell you that. Don't make me hit you. Okay. All right? End of story. You guys heard it. You just threatened me. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. But I left it in your hands. Okay. You have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is how Josh has stayed happily married so long. Uh-huh. Threats. Exactly. Threats. Absolutely. Promises. <laughs> uh, um, uh, <clears throat> so in the world of Wicca, yeah. in the world of witchcraft, yeah. equinoxes are very important. Yes. Particularly the autumnal equinox. Because the autumnal equinox is a movement, is the be- first day of the movement into the darkness as it were, there is a belief that on the autumnal equinox, the uh, fabric that separates the living wor- the world of the living and the world of the dead is at its thinnest. Okay. At these points is when you can contact the dead most clearly and have conversations. With All them. right. So on a very simple level, you are going to, on the autumnal equinox, Get together a bunch of people, yeah, and talk to the dead, okay, and find out. We've we've talked about finding the ghosts uh-huh. and talking to them. Basically, what I'm doing here is that this addendum is going to allow you to actually communicate with them and find the treasures that they have hidden. You won't have to follow them. You don't have to. You can actually just straight up communicate with the dead, okay, and find out where shit is, okay. And that's basically the big idea. It's, it's really just an add-on, an addendum to a previous uh, episode. What was that episode? That was uh, Ghosts. Ghosts, right. Yeah. And uh, 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 I just found out more information for you. Okay. So autumnal equinox, talk to the dead. <laughs> it's different than the vernal equinox <laughs> because you're going from darkness to light. Uh-huh. So it actually gets thicker. Okay. It's like it gets a time in back. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. So you guys... Uh, Autumn, how are you going to get rich? You're going to get rich the same way you did in Ghosts. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. That was all I could come up with. Yeah. I was trying to find stuff that was like actually interesting about the Equinox, but there was really nothing. They're just like, all the witch people, they're like, it's just a great time to cast spells. Yeah. And you should cast spells that make you look within yourself and make you organized. Because you're going to have a lot of time. Yeah. That's their whole thing. It's just getting ready for the spring. That's what you're doing. Yeah. I love autumn. Autumn's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. It's a beautiful time of year. Yeah. I always do get a little... I get... If it's a really... If it's a proper winter, not even a really bad winter, but just a proper winter where it gets cold out. Like the past several winters have been pretty warm, so I've been pretty good. But I do, I think, having grown up in the Caribbean for so long... Yeah. 
I get a little uh, 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 seasonal depression. Okay. If it's if it's particularly cold and I'm indoors a lot and not mm-hmm. getting a lot of sun, and uh, I do find that as autumn, like I appreciate the move into autumn and the sort of temperature dropping and the cool crispness of it. Mm-hmm. But as it gets darker, I start to get a little like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, I don't. I yeah. love it. Uh, hey, you guys, if you want to reach out to Josh and cheer him up because he's getting sad. Getting sad. You can get him on Twitter, GRQ Josh Knoll. You can email him, positive vibrations, at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can get him on Facebook and just like things uh, at <clears throat> Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe, which makes Josh happy. It you does. You can rate and review, which makes Josh happy. We lost a rating. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if 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 someone disappeared and their their account got. You guys scrubbed. find this person. Yeah. Uh, if you only listen to Josh in podcast form, you know what makes Josh happy? If you tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn, get the schemes five days early, and uh, you know before us we got Art Star scene. Afterwards, we got uh, Trippin' Beats. Check out what's going on Radio Free Brooklyn. Great stuff. Uh, you got a lot of money now, guys. What are you going to do? It's going to fall out of your pockets like leaves if you don't do something with it. Uh, I get it. Tell Fall what, foliage that's joke. Right. So tell them what to do, Josh. Take it away. Crunchy or soft is usually the first question that comes to mind when we are talking tacos, but these are presented in a tortilla that has been infused with flakes of 24 karat gold. Wow, and we thought Taco Bell had reached the pinnacle of taco evolution with their Doritos tacos. The shell is filled with langoustine, Kobe beef, black truffle brie cheese, and beluga caviar. It's drizzled with an exotic morita chili salsa and served with a steaming hot cup of civet coffee. Civet coffee may be expensive, but as regular viewers of the richest snow, it's made from partially digested coffee cherries from the African palm civet. So we think we'll stick with our Baja Blast. The price for this meal, fit for a king, is $25,000. Yep, and it comes in like a Cool Ranch Dorito shell. (laughs) I I don't understand, like $25,000 even with what's in it seems for a taco, yeah. even if it's three tacos, yeah. seems obscenely expensive. Yeah. Like, even for what they were saying was in it. Yeah. Like, a taco is a small thing. Yeah. Like, if she said $5,000, I'd buy it. But $25,000 is fucking crazy. Unless there's a lot of gold in that taco shell. Yeah. You know what there is a lot of gold in is what? our ideas. Josh and I know it. How do you know that they're worth quitting your job, taking out loans, alienating yourself from your friends and family? It's because Josh... Scours the internet for rules getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by Josh. Where do our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules, learning from Wolfie, 10 lessons of success we learned from Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, as uh, presented on EliteDaily.com. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, when the money's gone, the pigeons fly soon. That's right. They migrate and they poop out those tree leaves. That's right. Number two, don't just talk about it. Be about it. That's right. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Get out there and originate. Ideate, you said, right? Ideate, yeah. Ideate. So and make some fall babies, guys. Yeah. So there we are. Two for two. We're getting rich, Noel. That's right. Uh, so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>